You are the man I'm talking. 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 You are the man now. Dog, 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 you are the man now. Dog. Doctors, doctors, listen, there's been a huge discovery, a huge, huge discovery re-COVID. Okay, Okay. we'll be the judge of that. (laughs) Okay, okay, I I can't believe this, but it's not started the way we had anticipated. We just found out that COVID was started by a nasty little kid in his preschool. Oh, God. Yep. These kids are all sick. They're sick on each other. They're mutating. They're matching their sicknesses. They're building new ones. It wasn't in a lab. It was in a preschool. This is embarrassing because I personally really doubled down on the whole China conspiracy theory. Like it Mm -hmm. kind of suited my worldview in a lot of ways. And, you know, I... I uh, bought, I made t-shirts, okay? (laughs) I uh, told my family we couldn't take a big vacation. We were going to go to, not to China, but to a Chinatown Mm. um, in Illinois. And now I'm never going to hear the end of this. I know. I know. None of us are. This is huge, huge news. And I think we're all a little bit embarrassed. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think the huge news is that COVID's not real at all. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. Vaccines don't help. It's mm-hmm. what government wants. They want to put microchips inside of us. They want to have a sex ring with children at Pizzagate. And, I, you know, I'm a doctor, too. I feel like my point of view is valid. And you guys always laugh at me. Um, I, I, I hate that you think that we're laughing at what you're saying. Right. Uh, laughing with me. When I make not, hilarious jokes about how vaccines give you autism. I, I guess that we, we don't know what you're doing that is a joke and what you're doing that is a belief. You know what I mean? Um, like, uh, Okay, but if uh, I may, aren't jokes beliefs? Aren't beliefs jokes? For me, That's interesting. For me, wow. they are both. Well, and wow. I, I, I think we're, what we're kind of speaking to, which um, Dr. Asher, this is kind of what you're speaking to, is... In this day and age, you can't make fun little doctor observations without people jumping down your throat. And as doctors, we need to feel free to make diagnoses without being labeled in a negative way. And if I may, I mean, Dr. Lippert, I know that uh, you've been dabbling in some medical stand-up. And, you know, many times you've said, look, people can't take a joke. People can't take a medical joke. And... You sort of consider yourself, I don't know, the Louis C.K. of medical doctor stand-up. He's good. That's a funny guy. <laughs> I, I, I don't consider myself. I mean, that's putting myself on such a high bar. Aww. Just such a high bar. You know, And I, I saw what Dr. Ken was doing, and I said, hey, what if I removed the personality but still stepped on stage and <laughs> talked about doctor opinions? And we're fans. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, but and Dr. You. Rosenberg, you should be able to make your viral TikTok dances in the middle of surgery. I don't see the problem with that. I, I agree. 
canceled. I nick one artery. Right. But, uh, but my question is, did you see the footwork? I feel like we're focusing on the part that I'm not intending to show. That's right. my whole thing. Yep. Uh, I, I have to say, um, people who don't even know that I know you have been sending me the um, let me do it for you dog video where the animated dog is going <laughs> into the body that you nicked in your yeah, video. They're like yeah. duetting that and editing it in a hilarious way. Can I, say, I love the art of it all. Can I say... <laughs> A lot of us doctors, we have a star side of us, you know. We, mm-hmm. like, look, did I get into medicine for a little attention? Maybe, okay? And I thought, you know, saving lives would be enough, would feed my ego, but I want to start a music career, you know? Like, I think we all have these other artistic interests. Mm-hmm. The fact that patients not being on board with that. I'm like, knock, knock. They're like, who's there? And I'm like, you have two days to live. They didn't expect that. But wait, maybe, Dr. Asher, you're actually a very good actor. You know, (laughs) maybe it's that your performance was too good. And maybe you should consider getting back into those acting classes. I really should. And, you know, the patients, they're really not enjoying the accents either. I'm like, you got two days to live. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I love that. I like that because Sopranos got big in the um, the pandemic, and, and I do feel like when we see characters like that again, it's it's of the moment. Uh, Doctor Rich, I saw that they put you in one of the more black box operating theaters. Um, yeah, I, I thought you should be playing to a bigger crowd for your stuff. Give me that main stage hospital, you know. I was just <laughs> yeah. like, excuse me. I think it's because they don't get the type of surgery I'm trying to do. You right. know what I'm saying? Yep. It's sort of a little too avant garde, a little abstract. They, they're not sophisticated enough. And instead of watering down the type of surgery I want to do to suit the masses, I'm going to keep my standard of excellence, what I'm trying to do artistically. And if you guys want to like put me, you know, in these corners or whatever, fine. But when I die, people will see me as the medical artist genius that I am. Absolutely. And that's why I think, again, I'll say it again. I say it every day. We need to be live streaming our surgeries, yes. our appointments. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the people are. We need to get our comedy, our content to the people. Our, our dancing, our yeah. hot takes, our un-PC attitudes. Well, and a lot of people are feeling negative about medicine right now because we're constantly wrong and frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we need to bring people in through the comedy, through the acting, through the arts. Right, Show right, them right, that we right. are sensitive. We right. do understand the human condition. Why medicine got to be so serious? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Yes, I can amputate a leg, but also I can sing, you know? Gorgeous. Yes. Gorgeous. May I just chime in about the live streams? Here is my concern. Oh, here he goes again. (laughs) I know. I don't want to be a negative Nelly, but people can record those. They can screwed record them. And I just don't know that I can be really free with my medical work if I know we're live streaming it to everybody. You know, something that I say that could kill with the patient and maybe even kill the patient may not play over the computer and and, and people may not take it in the intended spirit. Can I say uh, that's very similar to I started um, doing improv classes at UCB as a doctor. And um, I'm I'm, I'm very good at it. I'm very good at it. But then Harold auditions come 
And when I have to do it in front of a committee of people judging me, then I can't be myself. It's the same thing as the live streams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hear me out. And hear me out. You know the real housewives? What if we're the real doctors of the hospital? And we have sort of a camera crew with like intense Uh, editing. So we can get in the editing room also, kind of chop that up like we chop up bodies. Do you see that is genius. Okay. That is genius because life is the real art. Yeah. I do things every day around the hospital that that could be on television every single day. Oh my yeah. god, I'm so interesting. Like I'm always like, is anyone seeing this? Like just the th- the yes. quips that I have, the 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 relationships. It's all. I mean, it, it writes itself. And I it's think almost, it's, oh, oh, you, oh, I just oh. was going to say really oh. quick. I think it's incredible that you've been you've been wearing a top hat you know, around the hospital. I think that's nice. I think you should mm-hmm. add personality, not hide it under masks and healthy gloves, you know? Yes, yes. Show those tattoos. We- Show those open sores that are for style. That's you know also, I mean? can we just talk about how as doctors, we are limited to these white coats? Like, right. let's have a little panache. Yeah. Yes. You know yes. what? I'm doing it. Next time, I'm, color- I'm coming in the Technicolor dream coat. I don't care if mm. everybody else looks at me. Exactly. I want to look fantastic. Yes. Dr. I'm Joseph. Gonna, I'm going to come in topless because I've been getting into my burlesque, as you all know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should be able to take a piece off with each incision I make. I absolutely. No, go you, ahead. you go, Dr. Lippert. Oh, I was just going to say, I absolutely support the burlesque. I think that you can barely call what you do burlesque. I, it, to me, it is hardcore stripping at the at the at the kindest. Okay, well, thank you, but it's artistic. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the commentary. Is all I'm saying. A little clowny, you know. I, I hear you. I hear you. The intersection of clown and burlesque. Nothing's more beautiful than that. <laughs> you know, if you if not, not that I speak from experience, but the top two uh, search terms on Pornhub are burlesque and clown. It's true. Right. It's true. Right. And third is big mommy titty jugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Scene>. <laughs> Folks. Perfect. It's the man dog pod. You always know it is when we get to the big mommy titty jugs. Um, <laughs> we're happy to be here. I'm Dan Lippert with my co-host Ryan Rosenberg. Hi, hi. Hi, hi, Ryan. Ryan. Hi, hi. Hi, hi, Dan. <laughs> hi, hi. Oh, I just put my foot. In a piece of ice that I dropped earlier that is now water. <laughs> That's the crazy thing about ice, you know. Uh, yeah, I you never know. That, that like old riddle that was like, a man's found dead in a room and there's nothing but a pool of water. And as yes. a child, you're like, how could this be? <laughs> a man is podcasting with a soaking wet sock. But there's, there's nothing near him. There's no reason he should be this uncomfortable. <laughs> what happened? Uh, well, you have already heard our wonderful guest today, but we'll bring them on and it will, we'll let you identify them by voice. Both, I believe, first time guests, uh, Ryan Asher. Hi, Ryan. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Dr. Lippert. Uh, thank you for being here, Dr. Asher. Uh, the pleasure is all ours. And Allison Rich. Hi, Allison. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Again, the pleasure is all ours. Um, good to see y'all. And um, we'll we'll move on from the COVID, but folks, everyone you're hearing today <laughs> has had or currently has COVID. I am so. in the throes, and I honestly have never felt stronger. I feel like I'm she-hulking out. Yeah, um, you, you truly do seem great for having technically having COVID. Yeah, I know. You're I'm all- like... 
I just feel like I shouldn't have to stay in my home, but I guess it's immoral to leave. (laughs) Now, let me ask you this. Ryan and I have maybe talked about this. Ryan Rosenberg and I have talked about this. But what um, is y'all's sick protocol? Like, because me, I do not want to talk to anybody on earth until I feel better. Mm -hmm. Any text I get, any, uh, like... Email anyone that walks through the room with me is an inconvenience because I feel really annoyed that I'm sick. I am very, very similar. I'm literally like, if the second I'm sick, dead to the world, you can, I will not respond. I will not look at my phone, but to like one person, I am baby. So I need one person <laughs> to be like, here's baby's Gatorade, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. like at any moment, if I, it's like, I want a little tiny bell to like ring and be like, baby needs more soup, you know? Yes. <laughs> but other than that, everyone else is dead to me. I, I feel that there is like a sweet spot of sickness where it's like, if I'm not that sick, I love it because I'm like, it's an excuse to not feel guilt about not being productive, you know? It's like, oh, I can't, my fingers don't type. Like, I, you know, and I can truly, I mean, like when I got the positive COVID test on Monday, I actually felt pretty fine. But I was like, I guess I have to watch four hours of TV. Like, I just, what can I do? You know, so I love It is a great, like, get out of jail free card. It's like, oh, you're really going to give me a hard time while I'm sick. (laughs) You are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> right. I still also haven't fully returned from the get out of jail free card we had for two years where it was like, you are blessing the world by not leaving the house and by not doing work, which I know a lot of people have expressed feeling and like, I'm still kind of in that zone. Yeah. And when I feel like I have three days in a row that are busy, it's like, are you kidding me? Do you know what I lived through? <laughs> no, absolutely. I feel exactly the same. And I'm like, an extreme extrovert and I say yes to everything, but I'm not good at planning or scheduling. So then I'll forget that I've like double booked, triple booked myself. And so then when COVID happened, it became way easier to be like, wait a minute, I feel kind of sick. I should just say no to all of the things I said yes to a month ago today. Mm-hmm. 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 I kind of love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It is a nice like built-in thing that people can't hassle you about. Like, there is like I feel like pre-COVID, it was like shut up, go to work. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like we're getting back to that a little bit, which I don't love. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it does feel like there was a thing that people had to like legally stop asking questions. Yes, and I like that. Yes, yes. Though I do, I'm like the constant COVID testing. I get. I don't know how I because I feel very lucky that I haven't had it until now, and there were so many. Like, uh, yeah, just are we forever? Because obviously we don't want to be spreading it, but just it shuts so much down. I don't know. I sound like a fucking anti-vaxxer. I don't have a fully fun. <laughs> and certainly not a funny take on this, but like. I know we're still just talking about COVID. We were yeah. like. <laughs> we can't talk about Put this to bed. Well, I think the, like, the broader thing is like, the to me, the worst part about like what I would say the right or the alt-right or whatever is they they take nuanced thoughts yeah. and they co-opt them. So then if you have a nuanced thought that is anywhere near what their point of view is, you start to sound like, right. oh, I, I can't, I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm not totally crazy. I don't want you to think I'm like them. But maybe it's kind of hard to do all this testing and it's like frustrating and you lose out on things or whatever. 
when it's not as unsafe. Like, I'm just thinking out loud about it, and everyone's like, oh, okay, so you love Trump, and uh, you, you, <laughs> right. you want to ban drag all over the country. It also makes no. me laugh to think about, like, what if we were tested for a million <laughs> other things as often as COVID tests? Like, if every time you went to work, you had to get, like, an STD test, and then every <laughs> and then someone would just remove you from set if it's like, you have herpes. Yeah. Sorry. Like, just so, like, <laughs> That that thing that you're talking about is my favorite thing is the like privacy of it where it's like, oh, Allison disappeared for the day. Uh, all right, so everybody, somebody on set has COVID. We're not allowed to say who. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it the person who just packed up all their stuff and left? <laughs> also funny, like, I went to this, like, event thing where, like, you had to have a COVID test to get in, but they didn't send me that email. So I get there, and they're like, oh, you weren't tested. Oh, uh, well, there's a tent right there. So we went, and we take a test really quick, and, like, we're supposed to wait 30 minutes for the results. Two minutes go by, and they're like, just go in. And I was like, so I just kind of took a test. I yeah. could have been raging with COVID. And you're like, yeah, who cares? You know, it's like, we don't even really care. I think we're all so desensitized by all of the testing that it's like, we're not even actually like paying attention to it. Yes. It reminds right. me of like, there was an episode of like Adam Ruins Everything on Security Theater where like all that like TSA stuff for the most part is totally a charade to make people feel like there is safety, but it's like massively ineffective and not. Right. When they're like taking your suitcase and like, I don't know, combing it with that fucking wand, you're like, that doesn't do anything. That's not like, who you're did like, you catch? Oh, yeah, who did a, you catch? With yeah, this? there's a nuclear bomb in this Samsonite roller bag. Like, you know? I comb, caught it. With his- <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's exactly what it is, is like the extra <laughs> testing stuff. It's like, I hate extra steps or rules that aren't necessary. Uh-huh. For sure. I used to work at the Cheesecake Factory. And brag? They like, oh, huge brag. Me. Huge brag. I yes. to go on and, and, and dig into that. Is what we're yeah. <laughs> but they have like 17 steps of service. And they include all these ridiculous things like when people get up, go to the table and fold their napkin for them and put it back on the table. Like, and it's all these things that like people don't want. I was you like, know? that's actually really scary. I'd be like, huh, if I came back and my napkin like appeared somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, don't touch my napkin. I'm putting that on my mouth. Yeah, or my yeah. butt. I often put it in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I never did any of that stuff that like didn't make sense to me, even though it was my job. And then right. I eventually got fired because <gasps> they were like, well, you have to do these things. And I was like, I'm not, I'm just not going to. <laughs> was the napkin the craziest one or was there a crazier one? The napkin was, and then you have to like, like offer people dessert, like, like three times, no matter what, like you can walk up to a table and people are like, oh, we are stuffed. Couldn't have another morsel. And you're like, well, can I interest you in my favorite cheesecake? The most popular cheesecake. And it's like, Oh it makes you be like a fake person. You know what I mean? Like, there's no yeah. way to do it organically. And I just want and- the fucking real Cheesecake Factory employees. You know, the gritty ones. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing. I'm totally repping the streets when I'm working at Cheesecake. Yes. Sort of authentic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, it's like, I'm also out here, like, literally working for a tip from those people. So if yes. I keep doing your rules and bother them, they're not going to, one, want to come back here. Two, it's going to affect the money I get because you give me one cent a day to be here. Yeah. 
like, <laughs> I, you know, if the people, it's like, I'm a human being. I understand people. If the people are like, we don't want dessert, I'm not going to be like, well, I'm going to ask you three times. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if like your boss was like, okay, and you need to like stab him just a little three times. Or just like yeah. all of these things that you're like, they're really going to like me less. <laughs> I stabbed him with a knife. um well uh thank you so much for coming in there's your table there um i i um i the menus there alcohol on one side um non-alcoholic drinks on the other side and um i do i know i heard you saying that uh i kind of heard you talking and you, you called your friend here your sponsor understand if you're not drinking that's right yes i am newly in recovery um and i am He's actually taking me out because it has been one full year of sobriety. And congratulations. Absolutely. We are so proud of you. Everybody in the group is so proud of you. Thank you Congratulations. So Thank you That's so awesome. Yeah. So the, um, you uh, won't be enjoying what my favorite drink is that I just want to let you know about. Um, it's the um, Cheesecake Factory Old Fashioned. And so uh, it's a creamy Old Fashioned Cheesecake Factory style. Uh, and it's just a, it's a little a creamy. Sweet. Whiskey drink? That's correct. That's correct. It's my favorite drink here. You get a little bit of the strong, aggressive rye flavor of the whiskey with a little bit of the half and half in there and and, uh, Bailey's. Okay, that feels a little insensitive because, for one, an old-fashioned was my favorite drink. And it also sounds a little disgusting. So we're all set. You know, we'll just start off with some um, (laughs) of your biscuits. Yeah. Great. No problem. No problem. Hey, Trevor, uh, Steve, really quick. Can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. What's up, boss? Hey, Trevor, Steve. I'm not seeing any creamy old fashions or creamy marks on the table yet. Have you offered them? I, I did offer them. It's actually, they're all sober. Right. Um, so they're not drinking and hey. I didn't want to. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, you know that it's um, Cheese Barn's factory um, policy uh-huh. to offer the drink 17 times in a row. I know. Right. I, I, I'm a little worried about that just because... Um, they said that it's been, they're a year sober, and you know that's still early in the process. And I really don't want to be tempting somebody. My father was actually an alcoholic, and I know what what falling off the wagon can look like. Mm-hmm. 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 But you know, our motto here is "fuck them, give them what I say." Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, so I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Why <laughs> so you go back over there and offer them those drinks again? It's going to work. It's going to happen. Okay, sure, sure. Um, uh. There's your water. Um, there's the biscuits Thank there. Thank you so much. It's actually, um, Carl and I are having sort of an intimate conversation. So if you could give us some space for a bit, that'd be great. Because, um, Carl, I have been meaning to tell you, um, I got really tempted the other night um, to of course. fall off the wagon because my divorce is just, it's its like you think initially the divorce, like when you get those papers, that's what's going to be hard. But it's the year later, you know, it's like, my kids are going, I don't know if I'm going to go home for Christmas. Maybe I want to go to my dad's. And I just, I'm looking at the liquor cabinet, which, and I just think, I don't know if I can handle this. Yeah, I know. And sir, can you just step away? Like she asked. Yeah. was just, uh, Margarita's here. Lovely. Uh, I know you don't want one. Margarita's here. Really lovely. Um, and I'm sorry to hear about uh, what you have going on, but, uh, the Margarita's here. Lovely. Great. Thank you, sir. We'll, we'll let you know when we need you. Uh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Hey, I am so sorry for Never that. Seen. Listen, you can do hard things. 
I don't know. It's just, and honestly, I still have a physical reaction, like a physical. Back. You go back to the table, Celestine. Back. To, I have to go back to the back table. To the it's table. like I get these headaches at night, where I feel want- like my doctor tells me I never really go into full REM sleep because the alcoholism right. was so bad. That. It affected right. my neural pathways so that I can't get truly rested. Hi, 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 hello. Uh, um, sorry. Yes. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. Sir Steve, was it? Server Steve. Yeah. Uh, I, we I, were in so the sorry. middle of an intense conversation, and you I, saw that you literally leaned over the table and put your head in between our heads. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I am going to be out of your hair. I just want to let you know. You're literally in my hair. Your hair is touching my hair. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> How do I, I'm backing up here. Uh, I'm sitting at the table, though, because we're friendly with each other. And I just want to say that uh, I'm going to get you two margaritas. They're not going to touch the table. I'll pay for them. I just need them to be ordered and on the receipt here, or I'm going to get shit canned. All right, I have two What are you talking about? Are you kidding me? This is extremely inappropriate and really insensitive. I I will say, you know, as somebody who's having big relationship issues, this could be an opportunity for you to hear from me that I need something from y'all, which is just to accept that I'm putting the margaritas on the bill, paying for them, they'll never touch the table. Okay. Would it help you if I just, I, we can get virgin margaritas or something. I don't know. Like, That's a good does compliment. that count? No, I- no. Um, so, but what I'll do is I'll have them make the margaritas normal. I'll, pu- I'll, I'll take the shots before they go in, and no. I'll bring the virgins to the table so that it looks to my boss. like We do not want you coming over here smelling of t- tequila. Yeah, you're going to be triggering. drunk on the job? I, I, well, I'm sorry. I'm just really stressed out here. Sir, I, this I, is I, Cheese Barn, get- okay? Will you just get us more biscuits, and a lot of ranch dressing, and cheese? Absolutely. I am so sorry. I really overstepped. I'm just, I really need <sighs> the money, and I, I'll be right back. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. I am so sorry about that. And I'm sorry that I didn't push him away earlier. I feel like it's my responsibility. I think you're doing a great job. I think you are taking everything as it comes, and you just got to take it one day at a time. Can I tell you, I feel like in AA, they talk about having a higher power, and I just feel like I'm having such a hard time believing in anything. I feel like life is just like... The preamble to an abyss. I think biscuits on the table, but I don't see you chewing them up and spitting them into the customers' mouths. That was one that I always kind of had an issue with. Um, uh, Yeah, I, you know, even like here, I'm, I keep my mask on. I heard the guy at the table say he has COVID and he just doesn't care, Uh, and so I just don't even want to get that close to them. Right, I'm putting myself right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what's our second motto here? COVID isn't real. So I need you to get in there. Absolutely. Make, chew up those biscuits and spit them into their mouths. Now go. You are insane. <laughs> Perfect edit. Perfect edit. <laughs> and so theatrically called. Yeah, yes. Oh, this, you guys do have a video portion of the. Yes. The, uh, well, if you're yeah. on the Patreon, you can see what it looks oh. like when Allison calls C. I really just. A true director. <laughs> yes. And knows how to end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys all worked at restaurants? Yes. Uh, my, yeah, my I was a hostess. I was never a server, but it was the summer between my high school, senior year of high school and freshman year of college. And I had 
two major jaw surgeries that summer. So my jaw was wired shut. So it's like, I got my first real job, like with, you know, that wasn't babysitting. I like showed up, they were like, it was this Mediterranean restaurant. They're like, you make six bucks an hour. And I didn't even, I had no concept of money. So I was like, am I rich? Am I poor? What is that? I worked there for two weeks. And then I was like, I have to take two weeks off. And they were like, okay. (laughs) And when I came back, my face was swollen like Eddie Murphy in The Nutty Professor. I was like obese from chin to top, like the top of my head. And my jaw was wired shut. And I didn't have full feeling in my chin. So I would like be handing someone souvlaki and just like drooling. <laughs> oh my god! So what about you guys? What have you guys? <laughs> that is so funny. That is incredible. That they were like, "You've worked here for two weeks. You're leaving for two weeks, and then come on back like a drooling psycho." <laughs> I know, and I also was like, "Well, it's the summer before college. My jaw's gonna be wired shut. You know what? I'm gonna get skinny." Which is, and then, and, but then I didn't even because I just drank milkshakes and thick soups through a straw. All you're eating is cream. All I'm eating is cream. Isn't that so fucked up that you're like the silver lining to this jaw surgery is skinny? Like, mm-hmm. oh like yes, oh yeah. I, don't, I, I think about that every time I get sick. sick. Exactly. I'm like, I probably lose a pound. <laughs> totally. <Not> eating cheese. <laughs> Uh, I worked at um I was I went to school in Richmond, Virginia, and my first restaurant job was at a place called Double T's Real Smoked Barbecue. And it was run by these like 80-year-old disgusting like cartoons of like racist southern bad people. And I went in with my best friend like to see if they were hiring and the woman's like stick out your tongue. And we stuck out our tongues and she was like you got the job. <laughs> what? She had tongue piercings? Uh, they had like, oh. like a sign that was like we can refuse service to anyone and they like meant it like anyone who was like someone they didn't like and their son was my manager and he was in jail he would sleep in jail at night for being a pedophile <laughs> and then he was on work release and they would drive him to work and he was my boss Oh my God. He would sleep in jail at yes. night. Oh my God. That's yeah. the craziest. Yeah. What is it? It wasn't until Jeffrey Epstein that I even heard that there was an option where you could like do part time jail. Like, <laughs> right. and why am I only hearing about it in the context of pedophiles? <laughs> yes. Like, you'd be like, okay, someone like shoplifted or like, like but pedophiles. Yeah, like what? The day they're not attracted to children. It's only at night. Yeah, they're werewolves. They're sexuality oh werewolves. Oh my! And this God. place was called Double T's. <laughs> Double T's Real Smoke Barbecue because they had multiple T's in their last name. Mm-hmm. Was it two or was it more than two? <laughs> more than two. <laughs> it, it was that three H's, so, so I think that's six T's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that, uh, the, the like restaurant world is so lawless and it's like in LA, it's like one kind of lawless because like a lot of, you're either getting a career restaurant manager working there or you're getting like an actor or someone creative kind of in varying parts of their success. (laughs) But you go to other places and it's like, oh, 
people seem to actually maybe want to be here when they're working at a restaurant. Or you get the opposite of like they own the restaurant and there's no laws at all. Uh, I don't really know what I'm saying, I guess. No, I, I, I know what you're saying. I, there, I feel like restaurant culture is so insane, but also so varied because there's like the extreme like mm-hmm. high, di- what's it called? The fancy. Fine dining. dining. It was like high dining. Fine <laughs> dining. But the sky dining. Sky dining, you know, <laughs> dining in the sky. But then there's just like little nasty like uh, hometown places where they're, they're just as serious about it. But they're also mm-hmm. like wasted the whole time. <laughs> yeah, right. that's, and that's the through line. It you know? also does feel like in L.A., if you're not doing the career waiter fine dining experience, the waiters, every other waiter is like, you know, I'm just here phoning it in. Like, I'm waiting for Hollywood. Yes. And you're, you're like, OK, but like it's so transient, like yeah. people get hired and fired all the time because of that. And it was like the most chaotic place I've ever worked because like all the servers were like, I don't care. I'll drink on the job. I'll do. And it's, it's a little scary. Like they're like your coworkers that you're supposed to like depend on. And one time some lady like didn't like someone that was at the bar and she was like, here, take these sliders to him and stuck her finger through one of the burgers. And I was like, and what? Now I go deliver it to him? What do you mean? <laughs> He's going to oh hate me. God. He's not you. And can you imagine if any other career, like, and not to bring it back to the doctor stuff, but if it was someone was like, I'm just a part-time doctor until I get my commercial. I'm like, you know, like, like just. Right. Well, you're here today, so maybe just do this today. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I also feel like the people that own restaurants are really fucking nuts usually or like the bosses are really crazy because it's like mm-hmm. all you have to do is like have money somehow to own it. You don't have to have any skills. You can mm-hmm. be the dumbest fucking person on earth. You have you don't have to be right. a good boss. You don't have to be organized. You don't have to know how to pay people on time. You just have a restaurant. If people are eating there, you can do whatever you want. People got to eat. People, people I could put up eat. a shitty place and people will come here. It's true. Uh, they're, they're, um, oh, fuck. This is the second time in two days. I guess I do have long COVID. I was going to say a thought, and, and, like, as I started speaking, it left my brain. But it's hard to know if that's, I'll have those things, too, where it's like, is that just getting older, or is it, like, the dementia is coming, or <laughs> is it, like, our social media brains? Like, something's definitely wrong with our brains, but we don't know which of the many apocalyptic things it is. I mean, yeah, yeah, also yeah. Also, just, like, pandemic brain of being locked inside for two years with just, like, screens to look at, and, like, our attention span is getting shorter and shorter. Like, it's all of it. Yes. Um, what's the... I'm going to paint a scenario for you all. And I'm just curious what is going on in your brain and what you do. So you're like at a party, you're talking to, or like an event or a hang or whatever. You're talking to somebody that you half know or or just met. Okay. Uh, Nothing is happening in the conversation. You're literally just both keeping the ball in the air until one of you figures out how to move on. Yeah. What is your strategy there bathroom. are you going are you bathroom, bathroom? bathroom. Oh, yeah. especially, especially as a woman you can always be like oh there's something crazy happening. <laughs> they could literally have caught me leaving the bathroom and i'll be like i gotta go to the bathroom again <laughs> crazy <laughs> that's just i know it's not original but that is the number of people i've talked to about the bathroom um, and I feel like I have no shame with that. And I'll like yeah. really dig into it, especially if I'm lying. I'll be like, oh, God, I'm sorry. I just 
got pissed so bad. Like, I know. Like, <laughs> make it a joke. Bathroom, I'm like, me's got to pee, sir. Like, I make it <laughs> such a big about me leaving. And then, I, but I am really bad. I'll, I'll just be like, I'll be right back. Oh my God, I would love. I'm like, we have to hang out. I will be right back. You have to come <laughs> meet my parents. Like, that's how I like leave these things. And then these people think I mean it. And then I feel bad. I'm like, no, I'm just overly nice and also have anxiety. So I'll just like overly sell it. Mm-hmm. Like, I really love yes. you. I love, I love that we're talking. I just have to piss so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I'll go ahead, Alison. No, no, you go. No, last time you okay. let me go. Actually, so. I remember that. And so, yes, I will go. <laughs> All I was going to say is, like, I'm a big Irish goodbyer. I have no shame about it to the point where, like, I would even. Uh, when I, I was writing on a show a couple years ago, and like on Fridays they'd be like, Frank. <laughs> yeah. "Hey, it was a couple of years ago. It's been a minute, okay?" Um, and uh, on Fridays they'd be like, "Let's all like hang just at the office and like just hang out." And I would stay for fifteen minutes, and then. I'd probably be like, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> and then fully leave. But then this one of my coworkers was like, Allison, are you just fully leaving? And I was like, Yes, Kristen. <laughs> like, what do you oh, this is work? You, Why are we staying? You know, like, yeah. let me out of here. <laughs> oh my God. Uh hey, Alan, happy Monday. Thanks. Happy Monday. Good to see you. You do. Um, <laughs> I, I actually wasn't. Sh- <laughs> I wasn't sure if we, we'd see you today. Um, what are you, you talking know, about? What are you referring to? I just a happy hour on Friday. You went to the bathroom and then we never saw you again. And we, we were all kind of worried. Maybe something happened in there. Or you were oh, I, I actually just came out of the bathroom. Yeah, Alan. You were in the bathroom for three days straight. Yeah, I um Alan. I, I have a gastrointestinal disorder and I didn't want to, I shouldn't in my place of work have to discuss my personal medical business. But if you must know, I started shitting on Friday and I just stopped. Okay. Ellen, Ellen it's okay. We know you have the problem. You wear the shirt that says, I have IBS. Don't ask me about it. <laughs> yeah. So I have to shit now and you ran into the bathroom. We're just worried about you. Yeah, you should be worried about me because I'm dehydrated as hell, okay? And look, it pains me that I am tortured by this butt disease, okay? <laughs> but the last thing I need is to be made to feel guilty, to feel alone, to feel ostracized. We- is that a new keychain? Is that a new Disneyland keychain? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I mean, yes, it is technically new in the sense that I didn't have it before. Right. <laughs> But, it looks like official merch. Like, I know you carry around that big ring of keys, but this looks like a new tchotchke for you. Yeah. Um. Well, maybe I... Uh, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. No, totally. That no makes follow-ups. Sense. I hope you're okay. Let us know if you need no, some I'm water. not okay because I am sick, and I'm about to shit out my liver. Okay? If you must oh know, God. if you must know. I think you need to go to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. That was possible. No, this is all I need to do is spend the next, I need to go to the parking lot, get my car, drive home to poop, and then oh. return. Can I say something at least, Alan? I know, um, and I believe your bathroom issues, but the way it comes up, like Friday, we were all doing two truths and a lie. 
you you insisted on going first. You insisted. You did your two truths and a lie, and then you left before the rest of us, you know, did ours. And it's like, it, it, part of me yeah. is like, it's a little selfish, you know. Yeah, I mean, you guys, what, 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 Ryan? What do you have to add? Your two truths and a lie were: my name's Alan. I'm going to Disney this weekend, <laughs> and I always go to the bathroom. And I'm just in there going to the bathroom. Don't ask me any questions. <laughs> so, what's the lie? My name is Alan, spelled E-N. Oh. So, oh, okay. So you so you did- went to Disneyland I guess I kinda, and spent. <laughs> I guess I kind of misunderstood because I actually, I technically, I wasn't lying, but my name is spelled differently than I think you guys thought it was. Oh, okay. Right. So, okay. sort of. Um, look, I mi- I I fundamentally misunderstood the premise of the game. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sue me. Well, hey, you know what? I think I think we were all. Yeah. We all just wanted to hang out with you. We were sad that you went home, but we're back at work and it's cool. I was thinking, what if tonight we stayed a little late and we watched a movie in the room? You know what I mean? We make some popcorn, have some snacks. Oh, that sounds or social life. So I love that. You know, and I'm going to, I'm there. I love that. I think that's great. Oh, (laughs) what was that? What? what was that? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Is your liver coming out right now? Oh no! Look, let me just take care of this. I sh- there's no way I'm going to be shitting long enough. You don't I- seem that upset. <laughs> it seems Look, like a, I've like had you to learn. It? I've had to learn. <laughs> how, <laughs> oh how to cope? This is my. Disability. I've had to learn with learn how to deal with it my whole life, and I don't get embarrassed anymore if I. <laughs> it must be so hard when your disability makes me have so many follow up questions, but you don't want to talk about it. You know. I have a right to my privacy. Okay. Totally. Of course. Of course. Totally. But but give so me an hard. example of some of your follow up questions if I were to answer them. Well, like your farts are popping you off the chair there. <laughs> like you, you're like Mario popping up, you know. Yeah, they're called they're called plosive farts, okay? And and my or flatulence, if we're using the technical jargon, okay? Mm-hmm. And it plagues me, and um, I have to wear special underwear that's super thick, but not technically a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good, but it's not technically a diaper. You know that what, would be embarrassing. Do you, do you know what makes something technically a diaper? Is that it's of disposable material and you have to, you, you tape the sides. But my oh. super strength undies are reusable and they have a zipper down the front. Are those just your pants? <laughs> and they do go to the floor. They do go, they extend to my feet. diaper pants what was the truth there do you have a poop problem or do you use it to get out no I just didn't like my coworkers. that was the truth that was the truth that's really hard because my character loved your character you know what's hard though yeah go ahead go ahead ahead. I was surprised in my work situation that I was like don't we all kind of not like each other you know, like, is this not a two-way street of ambivalence? You know, that's uh-huh. what was shocking to me. 
But even if I like my coworkers, I'm still always like, got to get out of here. Like, yes. get out of here. Like, yeah. I, I could see you at another time. We could make a plan even. But yes. like, with, no, we aren't here no more. Yeah. I feel like even Dan, you and I have that problem making our podcast where it's like, Dan, I love you, but I need to quit working. I need to stop making this right now and just go relax. Yes. <laughs> luckily, like, it's just like for us, it's like, yeah, all right, my day's over. I'm done. Like, I ha- yes. I literally do have to go to the bathroom. Like, what? Well, uh- <laughs> yeah. I sometimes feel like I am like an old MacBook where I just like shut down. You know, like when I was younger, when I was younger, it's like you could keep on pushing, but I don't maintain a charge. Like, I'm an old iPhone. I'm just like, you know, like, it's done. Yeah. Once it's flipped, it's like, we have to get out of here. It's like life or death. Like, we have to go. Yes, yes. Go home. Or like, I need to be plugged in the whole time. And for me, that's just like 90 coffees. Like, I used to have natural energy and it doesn't exist anymore. Right. Right. I'm at the part with coffee where I drink it every day and I don't feel different. And that's healthy, Mm -hmm. I'd say. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where you want to be. Have you ever tried to, like, drop it for a week and not uh, have coffee? Absolutely not. No, okay, yeah. Why would I do that? Uh, <laughs> what, how is your uh, – because you, it started for me becoming a thing where, it, uh, like, the classic thing that people say is, like, I after 2 p.m. I couldn't have coffee or I would be up all night. I used to be able to drink a coffee at, like, 8 p.m. I could have an espresso yeah. and still go to sleep at, like, midnight. I can do that. You can do that still. I can do that. I'm so envious. (laughs) I'm in a very weird like sleep cycle slash wake cycle where like when I am sleeping, I want to be asleep forever. Like I cannot get out of bed. I cannot wake up, but I'm not always tired. Like when I'm awake, I don't want to go to bed at all. Like it's wherever I am, like I stay up all night. I stay up to like 4 a.m. or whatever. And then I'm like, oh, I'm always so tired. Why am I so tired? But then I'll sleep for like 10 hours and be like, okay, that should be enough. And then it's like, nope, I want to stay in bed. Oh, and yeah. I just can't break this weird cycle where it's like, okay, it's two in the morning. I should just go to bed. But then I don't want to. Like, I want to stay up right. and then I want to <laughs> stay asleep. And I just can't. I have a tough time like switching modes. Yeah, you're never doing the thing that you want to be doing. And if just like some sleep drill sergeant came into your life and forced you to like yes. change to normal hours, you would like have a satisfying life, but yes. that doesn't exist. So you're fucked forever. <laughs> exactly. That's how it feels. At, at my healthiest, at my most, like I'm eating pizza, drinking alcohol, like no matter what, waking up is the hardest thing on earth. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if I've slept 13 hours, getting actually out of bed, no matter, no matter how energized I feel, I'm like, I can't. Yes. I, can't. <laughs> I know it's ever like for me, um, I generally don't have any problem falling asleep, but I inherited this thing from my mom where like these days, if I set my alarm for seven, I'll wake up at five fifteen and just be like, let's get anxious about the day. And just like, <laughs> I won't get up. And like, I'll just be like, remember how like your bank account like has no, you know, or like yes. your friends don't like you. And that video you made was so fucking stupid. And you're just like, <laughs> we brought you here to tell you that. Your friends don't like that yeah. video. So stupid. Yes. Yeah. You know the video. Yes. <laughs> I have the same thing. I'll wake up before my alarm, knowing that I have like an hour more to sleep, 
and then it will be like, you're late. And I don't know how I hold both of those ideas at the same time. Yeah. That I'm up an hour before my alarm and that I'm already behind on the day. Like, how can I have both of those thoughts at the same time? Yeah. It's just mean. It is mean. It is mean. Your brain is mean. Yep. I'm like really, I had a great two hour window where I was like filled with empathy for the world. A two hour, (laughs) two year window. Two year window. I was um, gonna say, where great. like you, you know, because like you hear that stuff like that you're talking about, Allison, and that we're all talking about, and it's like that's what everybody is going through. And I had like a long a, a two a two year window where I was like, oh, uh, you know, everybody's just a beautiful person, and it's so sweet and whatever. And now I am so quick to for for someone to be my enemy, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> like in the sense of like that it, it's just in the moment where it's like if I'm at that thing and i'm ready to go and people are making me stay for some reason or not knowing that i'm ready to go i'm like you're the you're my least favorite person alive right now Uh, (laughs) and it's like i lost that thing that's like oh they're really anxious this is an anxious behavior they're doing that Mm -hmm. like if you could imagine everyone in your life that bothers you at 4 a.m waking up and being like God, you suck and you you suck and you're a loser. Yeah. <laughs> it's very helpful. Wait, and so what was it just like what made that switch where you just like you reached the end of your rope and suddenly you couldn't have like empathy for it's just such a funny uh I it probably is connected to my own like contentment in life. Like if I'm unhappy and I'm angry, uh then it's easier, you know, to not yeah. feel that way. I think part of it is I, I wa- waffle. I don't. I'm learning to have empathy, but take care of my boundaries. Okay, there. Does that make sense? Okay, Where it's yes. like, like to not be empathetic to somebody and then let them do things that make me feel bad. Right, uh, right, right, right. To like, yeah. Where is that fine line of like? Now you're not some like pushover. Also, may I say this is like the second time today that I've heard a man say something where I'm like, somebody has been to therapy in a great way. Like my guy friend today, I was bitching him about something and he was like, um, do you need comfort or solutions? And I was like, fuck up and tell me I'm correct. Are talking shit with me about who I'm talking shit about. <laughs> I need to be enabled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very like, it was, I don't know. But I love it. I love it. I'm in support of it. I think it's so cool. It's sweet. Uh, that, that's a sweet way to say it. And yeah, thank you for saying that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, just like he, uh, all, all of that came from like hearing you say that, Allison. It makes me think of like, like when I. All the times tell... you've been shitty to me and you uh, don't yeah. think about the fact <laughs> that I wake up in the morning and go, why is Dan so mean to me? I'm sorry. I, I, I like that whole day where I kept shoulder checking you every time we walked past. <laughs> I know. And you're so much taller than me that you hit me in the face. <laughs> I mean, honestly, above, I, yeah, totally missed me. Could have been a problem if I was a normal height and you were a normal height. <laughs> yeah, I, am, I am like addicted to and obsessed with the people that can't get social cues. Like, I just am fascinated by it. I'm like, how do you not see, how can you not feel that I'm radiating, that I have to be leaving this conversation? Mm -hmm. Why are you still telling me things? Yes. That just reminded me that back in Chicago, I was at this, like, New Year's Eve party. I'm like, I I was, like, kind of, like, breaking up with a guy. It was, like, a rough night. I was drunk, and I was like, I'm going to leave. So I'm Irish exiting out the back. 
I'm like halfway down this like stair, the staircase. This other guy comes out and starts being like, hey there, pretty lady. And I like, <laughs> like starting to like hit on me as I'm leaving. And I was just like, dude, you know, have a good night. I'm going. And he literally word for word just went, he screamed to the sky, nobody cares how talented I am. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love it. I love it. <laughs> be like, oh. <laughs> he ran away. I think he's like, he clearly was hitting on like multiple women throughout the night. And they're all like, no, thanks. No, thanks. Yes. <laughs> like halfway down a stair. Like, don't, like he's like trying to grab me. I'm like, no. Nobody Have you ever been, like, I've definitely had it, been at a party where I'm like, oh, I'm like the ninth person you're hitting on. Person. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm, you know, they just sort of like are lazing about the party being like, yeah, I think you have the genitals I like. <laughs> that is so foreign to me. Like, I can't imagine anybody like that because it's obviously never happened to me. And I'm not like that. So it's like, it's almost like you guys are talking about like a myth, which I fully believe exists. Wow, way to believe women. But it's, women. Just, <laughs> Wait, no, but Ryan, it's just not in uh, my world. Ryan Asher is talking about you, Ryan Rosenberg. You were the person hitting on her. Okay. Oh, the like, night in I'm Chicago. Yes. I was so underappreciated on my trip to Chicago. <laughs> that does make so much sense. <laughs> yeah, you flew out there to crash an SNL audition, right? They didn't let you do that, yeah. and then you just went from party Where? to party. Where did yeah. you go? Uh, I'm just kidding. No. Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, I was like, literally. Like, now, where'd you go? <laughs> What's the address? I need to do that too. Uh, yeah. Was I there? <laughs> um, hey, uh, uh. Uh, black uh, uh, Civic. I think you're my. I think you're my Uber driver, right? Yeah, get in. Oh, uh, thanks. Welcome. Thanks. Do you want a mint or a sandwich? Oh, thank you. Um, none of the above. I appreciate it. I, I actually, uh, I clicked the thing in the app about like I'm not really looking to talk tonight. I've had a really rough night. Oh, sure. I'm just. Um, I, get I get it. Thank you. Mind if I play thank some you. music? Uh, I guess not. That would actually be really nice, yeah. Okay. I'm just a lady who drives for Uber. I'm just a single lady. I'm so single I could die. I'm just a lady. I'm the one who is driving you. Tap me on the shoulder and say hi. <laughs> what do you think uh -huh. of that? What do you think of that? <laughs> um, well, I noticed it. I think it was you, probably. <laughs> Oh my, yeah. you, is it my like is it my speaking voice or uh, uh, a speaking voice sounds like the singing voice and also right. this, it's not a song I've ever heard it was incredibly <laughs> short and it referenced the scenario we're in right now so yeah oh. uh, <laughs> how many people don't pick up on that uh, yeah oh weird yeah well I, I appreciate I'm sorry that you're feeling like unappreciated and having issues being single I actually um uh I'm I just um got dumped tonight uh and I was actually I'm so uh, about to ask my partner to move in with me, so uh, I'm just feeling like so we're really both shook. single in the car. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're handsome. Yeah. You're handsome. Thank you. you I, you're handsome. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you mind if I light a candle? <laughs> um, I, I suppose if you're going to, I'd prefer that it's when we get to a stoplight or a stop sign. But uh, Oh, I can drive. I can drive with my niece, so I'm just going to light it. It's a Yankee 
candle, and the scent is romantic rose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's like really manufactured scent wise. Like, yeah, I'm not loving it, but um, I'm just going to roll my window down a little if you don't mind. Do you want some champagne? Um, No, thank you. That's kind of a celebratory thing. I'm not celebrating. Again, just, um, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm being too cold with you. Um, It it sounds like you're a musician or or, uh, you want to act. Is that what what Renaissance woman? This happens, I swear to God, once a ride. Here we go. Pull up. Hello, hello. <laughs> do you know how fast you were going? Yes, I do, policeman. I was going two miles an hour. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. Everybody tries to bullshit me. I would have driven faster, but the guy in the back is hitting on me a lot. No. Should I pull my gun and threaten him? Yes, that sounds really hot and cool. Hey, whoa, hey, whoa, no, no, no. I was not hitting on on, on, on my driver at all. I, excuse me. Uh, hi, Can that's me. I understand me. you unless you sing. Uh, I wasn't hitting on my driver. I just want to get home. Put I... your hands up, you nasty punk. Put your hands up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> I'm a record producer, and I just heard the best voice of my life. In the back of that Uber, it sounds like a sound I'm really into. The back? Not the front, it's never the front. Yes, to clarify, I didn't like the front or the cop. I like the guy in the back. His voice is the best. God, can I just say, record producer, you are so talented. You are so talented. You know all the albums I produced, I see. <laughs> of course, of course. From Britney Spears to uh, to David Lee Roth, absolutely. And, and yep. sir, I have to say, that's a gorgeous horse you rode up on. <laughs> it's got a really silent clock, this horse. It's a very, I put silencers on its feet. <laughs> Hi, excuse me. <laughs> Yes, my new client. <laughs> no. What is it? <laughs> I'm actually, uh, for you, uh, record producer, I'm incredibly shy. This isn't a career I'm interested in. All I, the best if, artists are shy. Billie Eilish, she's shy. I know, and she's riddled with anxiety. All she talks about is how awful it is to be in her position. And I don't she want hides that. her hot body in big clothes, and we can do that for you. <laughs> If you're shy, I did the same. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, officer. You definitely hide in a, in very big clothes. Yes, these are very baggy police fatigues. Yes. Uh, look, uh, I, can I please recommend that you you maybe try to work with my driver here? They're incredibly desperate. Um, I'm they, not they desperate. Want... I'm just proud of myself. <laughs> that candle is burned through the glass. It, uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> You're burning the seat, the passenger seat there. I don't know if you want to. Oh, my car's on fire. Oops, I did it again. Britney Spears. Yeah, I know. Okay, I produced her album. And honestly, you guys, have you seen the documentary about her? I have a lot of opinions. Do you follow her Instagram? Oh, I have. Seen. I have. You... Of course. Yeah, I think she's really trying to say something with her long captions. 
there's messages that she's trying to deliver subliminally to the emojis. There's messages. Yes. There's messages in the emojis. Why don't we just cut through the fat here? It seems like the three of us want to make a band. Yes. I play saxophone and I tap. How did I know? (laughs) How did I know that I play the drums and of course the gun. Now, now, by the three of us, were you including me? Because no one's ever including me. They're always going, you're a record producer. You must not want to make music yourself. You want to produce other people's. But actually, I do want to make music myself. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. I'm very excited to introduce our new guests tonight. People are calling them the new village people. <laughs> An Uber driver, a police officer, and a music producer. Woo! Coming together to make some of the poppiest hits. I'm going to bring them out. Uh, (laughs) We have a new song sort of based off the YMCA called The Equinox. It takes a (laughs) lot longer to spell out the word, but it does come with a dance. Mm -hmm. Shall we do it together on the count of three? Yes. And just so everyone at home is aware, I know you can tell this, but they all obviously weren't available in person. So they'll be doing this over Zoom, (laughs) this song and dance. So we'll see how how rehearsed it is and how the lag works. And a five, six, five, six, seven, eight. E-Q-U-I-N-O-X. E-Q-U-I-N-O-X. Young bitch. Get inside of that gym. Yes, young bitch. <laughs> and that's kind of, we're still working that's on it. As as yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, folks, we're going to throw it a commercial. I'm going to fire my music booker. See. Uh, <laughs> um, Ryan, you didn't do the gesture. How do you know? I'm so sorry. And see. There we go. There we go. Guys, I Thank did you. get into an Uber once with a full, like a big Yankee pumpkin candle, fully lit for the entire ride. In the, you know, over inside the door, the door on the side will have a little like, pocket. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. In that on the passenger side up front. So I'm like in the back. It smells so thick in there. Uh, <laughs> and I see like a, a lit flame. I was like, this can't be good. <laughs> no. This is illegal. This is not okay. And you think riders like want candle service? Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, pumpkin to me is like one of the thickest yeah. smells. Like I thought your word choice was perfect. Like. I didn't get in here wanting to be in a pumpkin. Yeah, you're like tasting yes. this like wax. Wait, also that's yeah. reminding me of earlier when you said creamy margarita. We didn't spend <laughs> enough time on that. Yes. I, just, well, yes. I just think like creamy and milky things are so funny for some reason. You saying like a um, uh, cheese or milky old fashioned. Just I was like, what other drinks would be so nasty? That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a, a I'm not a, the most experienced tea drinker, I'll admit it. What? But I, I know. What? I know. I'm so sorry. I quit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> your the career? You're quitting your career? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't believe wow. in the arts anymore. 
Right. I honestly yeah. feel very powerful right now. I <laughs> yeah. really do. I do give you too much power in my life, Ryan. I'll say that right now. We <laughs> probably, probably see each other three times a year, and it takes me a month to recover every totally. time I'm thinking about it and going, am I making the choices he wants me to make? All that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I have to know about the tea. So Back I went to, to Aroma Coffee and Tea, and they have, uh, which is in the valley, it's like a sweet little coffee shop, little outdoor space but they have like 12 different teas you know and I was looking at them and and just said like oh let me get that citrus tea and he said would you like anything in it and I said oh maybe a little like half and half or you know a little cream or something and he looked at me like I was like really insane like I think the cream and the fruit will curdle that's not a good idea and I felt really embarrassed that I didn't know that's that normal like, thing. No, that's <laughs> normal to put cream in tea that's what I thought too, yeah. but I guess it was the type of tea. He was like, the citrus will make the milk weird. And I was like, all right, just give me any tea you recommend. Like, then. I don't know. I, I got so embarrassed so like, fast. Actually, because I'm, I'm going to go culture. kill myself, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just give me a Tazo. I don't care. Yeah. I hope it's the tea man being like mad that he has made these life choices where he knows so much about tea that yeah. he has to be like, actually, that's fucking stupid. Because yeah, like, right. I made my life about tea, and you know, like <laughs> right, right. that's like, I feel like you know any coffee shop you go to, like I, I'll say I'll feel like I'll be like, can I have a um an iced coffee? And they'll be like, is cold brew okay? And I'm like, you know what the fuck I'm talking? Yes, yes, right. it's the same. Yes, it's okay. Wait, controversial take. It's not the same though. And I'm not a coffee snob. Cold brew tastes really. Like, when I just want an iced coffee, I want, like, trash Dunkin' Donut. Like, when they cold brew it, I'm like, now there's new okay. flavors, and this mm-hmm. isn't what I bargained for. Sorry. Wow. Can I you still be friends? No. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> no, I, just, I, I just want a cold, like, it's like, well, I'll take, you know, I just. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking, especially in L.A. coffee shops, too, and I do agree with Allison, by the way, cold brew is different. But you're talking a little bit, Ryan, about attitude that you get when you when you get the follow up. Yeah. It's like you should have known there's a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're ordering cold brew, you should say cold brew. Yeah. Or I'll be like, oh, can I get a cold brew? I'm gonna be like, iced coffee. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. I, what, yes. That and the thing about your driver lighting the candle. <laughs> sometimes I wanna just like not sometimes, most of my life, I I wish I could just be like, Hey, what were you thinking just then? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Oh, hey, with the candle, why do you think that's a good idea? Because you obviously do. Uh, or like the Cobra thing is like, hey, what were you thinking when you asked me that in that way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you gotten any positive responses from this all day? <laughs> yeah, or just like, just like a, you okay? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you find people enjoy being treated this way or is it for your own way to live <laughs> through the, in life? Yeah. God, I wish I could get back in that candle the candle uber right now and there was a um, uber there was a, the singing lift driver was no. a driver i got with my friends and we had just had an edible it was like really hitting he was like an oh older scaryish man and he had a sign that said the singing lift driver and he had a cd that was like it was around halloween so it was all spooky songs that were him singing oh my god no. <laughs> it's one of those jobs where it's like you can't get this job to hold me hostage like, yeah. you can't, yeah. I'm just trying to check out here. I don't want to, like, know about your son. 
No, or, or whatever like it is. Getting a haircut. You're like, listen. Yes. Yeah. You do not yes. speak to me unless spoken to. You know, like just. Well, it's like this isn't for you. It's I. I'm paying you money. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to be dead. Like I don't exist in the back of your car. Yes. Like yes. You just ran. So you're weirdly driving from my house to another place. <laughs> right. Do you mind if I put a mask on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on on you and your face. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do you mind if I dehumanize you for a second? Yeah, yeah. Let's just both pretend to be dead <laughs> while we do this together. <laughs> uh, all right. Before we make your um, appointment here, we do have you set for 11 o'clock on Thursday. But I just I'd like to ask you a few questions to match you with your stylist, if that's okay. And make sure you have the best experience possible. Great. Great. Um, we are twins. Great. <laughs> Just so Lovely. You know, we're twins getting a haircut together. We do everything together. Continue. Uh, I think that's uh, adorable. Um, and, and for about three decades in your life, it'll get less adorable. And then it'll get adorable again, I think, later on. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. So too forward. Sorry. Yeah. I, let me. Uh, anywho. Um, so just going through this, uh, w- w- do you prefer um, heavy conversation, light conversation, or, or medium with your with your stylist? This is where it gets tough because we're two people and we're very similar, but we're a little well, bit we are different. different. Yes. Oh. I so, like heavy convo. Yeah. Heavy convo? That's Chantrell. She likes heavy convo. Uh-huh, I'm Chantrell, mm-hmm. and Chantrell. I like medium convo. Okay, great. Shintrell medium, Chantrell heavy, and you want the same stylist? That's right. Is that right? Yeah, and we're going to hold hands the whole time. Yes. Yeah. And also with the stylist. If we kiss, it's not a sexual thing. It's just a twin thing. It's sort of, it's part of our twin language. Um, oh. Yeah, our twin language is both verbal and kissing. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 13-year-old me would have loved to hear that. Um, <laughs> okay. All right, just... Uh, okay. I don't know what that means. A little weird again. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I should stop offering up personal information about myself. I, yeah. I think it's not working here, and I'll just even know that. Keep it professional. Sorry um, about did, that. Yes, we did bring kind of this paper bag, if you wouldn't mind just for putting this on your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Now, we also thought this yes. would be a good opportunity for us to tell you about the joint haircut that we want. Which is, as you can tell, we both have very long tresses on one side of our heads. And we would love, we would love if you could braid it together. Because we kind of have this bone to pick where we were not born conjoined, but we wish we were. Spiritually feel conjoined. Yeah. Okay, so you would like the uh, stylist to conjoin you by the hair. Yes. uh, With the long tresses you've grown up. Mm Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, and but just medium a- conversation, please. Heavy conversation, please. <laughs> <laughs> understood, understood. Uh, and then as far as we go with that, right, do you want the tresses trimmed as well, or are you keeping them the same length and you're just coming in for the braid mainly? I want mine trimmed. Okay. And I don't want mine trimmed. Get it. So that's Chantrell no trim, Chantrell trim. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, Banks? I want Chantrell to have side-swept bangs that side-sweep onto me. And I want to have baby bangs so far up, it's as if a whisper of a bang, it's as if it's a mistake. It's sort of like, I, I think I can read her mind here and tell you, that she kind of wants like an eyelash, but on the head. Yes, yes. I want to talk like she just had the biggest article breakdown. 
Won't cry. That's what I want. Well, uh, Chantrell, <laughs> thank you so much for coming out to dinner with me. I feel so, uh, just so privileged to be on a date with you. Yeah, you should. Okay. <laughs> because I have a lot of gentlemen callers. And now thank me. <laughs> Even though you didn't well, invite me on the date. I'm here. Well, uh, Chantrell, thank you for coming as well, because I know you guys travel everywhere together, and it probably takes some communication about where you're going. So I appreciate it, and I'm not going to be focusing on you too much. Oh, it'll be fine. Great. Let, Great. Now, let's just cut to the chase. I know what we're all thinking. What are we down to do sexually with you, just one man? Us, just wow. us sisters? We know. We've been on dates before. We know what dates mm-hmm. are. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, uh Sure. I mean, I guess I'm open. You know, I knew the situation and I'm excited for whatever we're all excited about. And I'll trial you start. All I like is I want unending extreme eye contact. I don't want to be touched. I don't want to be spoken to. I don't want to be kissed. (laughs) I want to be there and I want you to only look at me. And I want unending, unrelenting clitoral stimulation with your mouth. Okay, that that will be difficult for me to split my focus in that way, but I am looking forward to the challenge. I got to be honest. Well, thanks for coming in. (laughs) Thanks, thanks y'all for coming in. So yeah, um, I I hear what you're asking for, and we do have those. That's in the um, sexual telescope area um, or periscope area. So how that works is, and and this happens a lot, where you want to be going down on a partner, but you do want to be looking them directly (laughs) in the eyes. So. We actually do have that in our pleasure section there. Perfect. Um, perfect. Great. And uh, um, what do you think? Go with the cheap option here? This looks like it does the same thing as the expensive one. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> Excuse I'm me. sorry. Two for the price of one, and he wants to go cheap. Do you really yeah. want to be really stimulated by this man? I mean, it's been a minute since I have been clitorally stimulated by a man, but I don't know. This guy just isn't cutting it. Chantrell, Chantrell, please, please, I'll do anything you want. You are put together the most one gorgeous woman I've ever seen. I won't forget. Um, I wasn't asked on the date. I won't forget. So. Oh, I'm I'm such an idiot. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't even think of it that way. Thank you. I mean, me and Chantrell just had such a, I I don't know, like electric connection. I didn't even think of. How you must feel about that. I'm so sorry. I hope he thinks about her. I don't yeah. feel good. <laughs> yeah. I feel really bad, actually. I'm sure some people think about you. I'm sure you guys go out on dates and she and the other dates. one plays wingman. She goes on dates and I'm there. Yeah, you know, I mean, if we're being honest, I am sort of the one that takes center stage and she's kind of my perpetual wingman. And, right. you know... Tale as old as time, but I got more nutrients in the womb and it manifests in our interpersonal relationships as adults. Mm-hmm. And style. I mean, your whole eyeball hair head <laughs> thing is just captivating. Yeah, it's I kind captivating. of have, I have, my eyeballs are bigger than the average human eyeball and chintrels are tinier. Um, <laughs> if they're not even there, like two little peas in the snow. Hey, Chantrell, I can see them. I can see your eyes. Where are they? Okay, where are they? Hold on, buddy. Uh, You should be eyes over here and down here. My man, you're blowing it, dude. I can't stand here and watch you blow it here. 
Come on, dude. Here, what do I here. do, bro? I have a suggestion for you. You got twins. You know, we, we can't do a sex swing for twins, but we do have a sex seesaw. It's a little pricier, but I okay. think it could be exciting. Me too. Me too. Man, I feel like the luckiest man in the world. Please just help me land this. Uh, you're losing them right now. They're walking out of the store. Ladies, 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 ladies. <laughs> Chantrell, Chantrell. Uh, what about a seesaw? Take it back to the elementary school days where... Wait a second. Round the other ones in the air? Wait a second. Chantrell, I think this is one of those pedophiles that's... Um, on a work release program. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have 45 minutes. I have 45 minutes. No wonder you made us go on this date at your place of work. <laughs> Is that a full have... moon out there? <gasps> at, the, at the strike of moon, you have at the strike of moon. <laughs> you, you, have, you, have to, you have to go back to prison among the other pedophiles. Damn it. Damn. Listen, ladies. <laughs> Clearly, I'm interested in adults, normal adult <laughs> relationships. I want to be with you. I'm trying to turn a normal leaf. Look, we are, we we always like a bad boy, okay? And that means we have dated multiple pedophiles, okay? We're the baddest boys. <laughs> multiple. Um, mostly because people think Chantrelle is like younger because she's less formed. Yes, I have the body of a six-year-old and I'm okay with that. But the attitude of a divorcee, we haven't even been married yet. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I I can't believe it. (laughs) I feel good about the work we did here today. That's the best scene I've ever been a part of. (laughs) (laughs) I want her bangs to be sideswept onto me. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, isn't it nice to be at the point in your improv career where you actively make choices that are against what they say you should do. You know, like when Dan offers up a grounded premise or whatever, and I'm like, we're twins! (laughs) The funny thing is, like, almost exclusively I do things that are like what you coach people not to do, but, like, the real thing is, like, you... You try to tell people not to do things that will make them feel so confused they can't go on or so nervous. Where it's like, okay, you could label yourself like a six-year-old looking girl dating a pedophile, but like, are you comfortable (laughs) playing it? If you are, have fun. That's where I'm most comfortable. That's where I live, baby. (laughs) No, I just got asked to do a Herald on Monday, and I've done a Herald in like 10 years. Not 10. Three. But it yeah. feels like 10 years. And I'm just like, how do you do it? You should put up the Wikipedia of the Herald on the stage and just like check in with it after every edit. Yeah, and be yeah, like, yeah. Okay, that's the third scene. Okay. <laughs> uh, I know. Um, I feel like I could not do a second beat because all of my first beats are 80th beats. I'm like, we're on a pirate ship and we're made of pasta. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> that's good. And it's killing. Um, Well, speaking of crushing, everybody crushed today, and I laughed nonstop for an hour and a half. Um, So thank you both for being here, Allison and Ryan, and of course, Ryan. Which Ryan was first and which was second, we don't know. I was Uh, first. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Asher, is there anything you'd like to plug anywhere people can find you? Oh, just follow me on the all of the social media, the TikTok and Instagram and stuff at Reen, R-E-E-N underscore machine. 
That's very it. funny on the social media. So Great funny. characters. Uh, really. And Allison, where can people find you? What would you like yeah, to call Yeah, same deal. Find me at Allison Rich one two three one L in my name. I'm not as good at social media as Ryan, but I hope I aspire. And, you, you know, you can find me doing shitty gymnastics on my Instagram. And that's really... I'm adding something new to the conversation. And Ryan, I don't know if you are. You know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's important to know. Yeah, that's I, important I to know. <laughs> I think it's inspiring seeing you gymna- do gymnastics because I kind of can't do anything anymore. So I think trying anything is very cool. Thank you. Oh, it is yeah. very cool. It's like, look at her go do like a hobby in another place with other people. Like, yes. what? At, at this age, are we allowed to do that? And your feet go over your head. I couldn't imagine. I know. I know. I mean, there's some that show only the teeniest bit that's good. And I'm really bad. I, I'm not even good at running. You have to run into a lot of the stuff. And I get nervous about that. So it's truly, um, it's a big lie what I'm showing you guys. Anyway, on that note. <laughs> we love it. We love to see it. Uh, don't believe what you see on Allison's Instagram, but oh, check it out either way. Um, <laughs> Ryan and I, Rosenberg, will be at UCB with Big Grande the fourth Sunday this March. Uh, com. We've got a new podcast that's going to be on there, hopefully within the next couple of weeks. So keep an eye on that stuff. And of course, patreon.com slash you're the man now, dog. If you listen to the free version of this episode and you want to hear uh, the full version and support us and watch the video as well. Anything else, Mr. Rosenberg? I think that's about it. We just want to thank Brian Holmes for doing all of our editing and production, as well as Casey Trela for our wonderful theme song and Annie Wu for our awesome logo. Thanks, everybody, for help making the show. And uh, thanks to Ryan and Allison for being here. And a little postscript plug. We have to plug the Roku short Allison directed that Ryan and I are in. Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, my gosh. If you have a Roku, I think you can search like summer shortlist and... See Ryan basically play Ebenezer Scrooge for summer, and Dan is the ghost of uh, fu- no future summer. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember. Yes. This is a fucking year ago. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I did it for the check. It wasn't artistically fulfilling. I needed to make money. Oh, I didn't know that. I wouldn't have shaved for it. <laughs> got ya. Got ya. Damn. I have to shave for that? Uh, I think I shaved for it. Maybe I was clean shaven. I can't remember I now, but so. I'm, I'm clean Thank shaven you. in it, but I can't remember when that, what Thank order of operations that was. If Allison's like, and the only thing that would ruin this is if you weren't shaven. Like, clean shaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I guess this is a good time for me to tell you that Universal bought it, and now it's a trilogy, and it stars Scarlett Johansson and um, the ghost of Chadwick Boseman. Oh, <laughs> my God. Congratulations. Yeah. You oh guys are not going to be in the movies. Sorry. Uh, it's going to be really bad for me when I tweet against the ghost of Chadwick Boseman because I'm mad I didn't get cast in it, but I have to. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Sorry. I have to. Sorry. Uh, well, thanks again for doing the show, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.